Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Tipsy Ghosts. We're your tipsy hosts, Sarah, Sarah, and Lindsay. Hey, guys. Happy, Happy Halloween. Halloween. Oh, I wasn't quite in tune, but... <laughs> I was saying hello. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Halloween. We made it. Our favorite day of the year. <laughs> I was like, is there any doubt we were not going to make it? <laughs> no. I just wanted to be extra excited. It's the spookiest day of the year. It is. Mm. Even spookier than a Friday the 13th with a full moon? Yes. Maybe. Yes. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Depends on if you work in a hospital. That is true. That Ooh, is the true. spookiest day true, of the true. year. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's just a bad day all around. Mm-hmm. What are your Halloween plans? Wait, I wait. let me guess. You're going to be in the basement. Lights turned off upstairs. Doors locked? It, always doors locked. I would never unlock my door. And I'm gonna watching Dance Moms. Dance Moms. She's been watching Dance Moms, which surprises me because I did not picture her watching Dance Moms. I do like I do like Dance Moms because I don't like kids. <laughs> not that so much as like it. You just don't seem like the type of person to watch like trashy reality TV. Um, I'm well, sorry. That's you just call it no. trashy. <laughs> First off, I love trashy reality TV, so I'm in there too. <laughs> but that would be a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think I, I see where she's going with that. I love Dance Moms. I stopped watching whenever they moved to LA, uh, the LA studio. I've um, never seen it, so. <laughs> I've, it's so good. I'm sorry. You're going to talk to me about trashy reality TV? You've never seen it? I've never seen it. You'd probably hate it. Like, I know about it. Like, I know that Maddie, who's in all of Sia's videos, I know she was on it. It's just a small and JoJo. piece of the puzzle. JoJo. I know JoJo was on it. Yes. Okay. That's all I know. And Abby. I mean, I know who like the main lady is. I've heard of her. Yes. Okay. So you'll be watching Dance Moms. Yes. I, and and I'm, am I right? You're going to have the lights shut off. Yes, yes. she is. Because no I don't want anybody to come to my yes. house. Yes. Okay. I like how you were saying that your door is always locked. And I came home this morning from work and my garage door is wide open. Mm, my husband left it open all night long. <laughs> <laughs> if we do that, my neighbors will text me. Uh, I was like, oh, I hope nobody came in and murdered my family while I was at work. <laughs> they were no, good. Turned out okay. They good were news. all okay. <laughs> what are you doing for Halloween? Um, I will. Well, I work that night, but I got permission to come in late so I can take my kids trick or treating. Um, so we will be going trick or treating with my brother and my sister in law, and then my sister and brother in law and their kids. So all three of us always celebrate Halloween together. Cool. All the kids dress up and go trick or treating. We do like a chili cook off normally, or mm-hmm. like we'll do like a big <clears throat> meal. Are you gonna dress up? No, I never dress up really. My kids, this you is you could dress f- up as a Bible character. <laughs> my kids follow them <laughs> as an adult. This is the first time that my kids have like they're not wanting to coordinate their costumes, and it makes me sad because that's I think that's okay. Half of my fun on Halloween. <laughs> so they are a unicorn and Batman. Good for them. Perfect. Love that. <laughs> Both things that they love. <laughs> what are you going to do? Uh, well, my daughter's kind of at that age where she doesn't really want me to hang around. She is very close to 13. And Does so, she not know that you were the coolest person alive? Well, she... <laughs> she doesn't realize that I'm you're I'm still actually... mom, okay. <laughs> but you were also... <laughs> you're a cool mom. You're a cool mom. I mean, I think so, but, you know, whatever. Um, so her and her friends are going to be, I'm sure, walking around the neighborhood, trick-or-treating. And guess what they're dressing up as? They're coordinating. Mm. How many of them are there? They're witches. I'm just going to tell okay. you. <laughs> I was going to try to guess like a fun trio. Or I know. Up, well, it, it's been through many phases and they've settled on witches. Witches. <clears throat> Got it. Which they I fully support. coven. I can yes. you please dress yes. as a witch too and be like, hey guys, I'm coming with you. <laughs> I'm the leader of the coven. <laughs> These are my little witches. <laughs> I should and just surprise you her should. and not even tell her. They'll be like all the cute witches and you're going to be like with the... <laughs> oh, I should. The <laughs> hag. The hag witch. And you're the like... Lordy knows. Did not get the memo where you're going for cute witches. <laughs> I'll just follow behind them. They won't even know. <laughs> <laughs> they won't notice the hag. <laughs> What about your uh, Beckett? What's he going to be? He actually hasn't talked about it at all. He just said he wants to be something dark. And we haven't we haven't figured that out yet. <laughs> Spooky. He could be the Grim Reaper. He could. I think he's been that before. But we'll, oh, okay. we'll um, see. He could be Dracula. He we c- haven't done that. We've done Jack Skellington. And that was when he was really little. And then he's done Kylo Ren. And I can't remember. Oh, a ninja. He was a ninja last ninja year. Ninja is dark. Um, the black <laughs> yeah. Power Ranger. 
That's kind of what the ninja looked like last year. It was kind of a cool costume, not going to lie. So I don't know. I'm sure we'll just... A whale. A A beluga beluga whale. whale. Nope, a a humpback whale. (laughs) Why a humpback? Because beluga whales are white, obviously. Um, Humpback whales are... Or those killer whales. Killer whales. Orcas are are assholes. Orcas. (laughs) They are evil whales. They are mean. Yeah, they are. Have you seen those videos where they just fling seals up in the air just for the fun (laughs) of it? I have. My kid is into (laughs) National Geographic and he's watching these videos and he goes, is that blood in the water? And I'm like, okay. (laughs) They're not even like eating them. They're just playing like just being assholes like they say that they're the like meanest, 50 feet in the air they're the meanest mammal in the ocean yes i believe it they're bullies yeah sea bullies not cool orcas they're also the reason why the ocean is salty <sighs> why because they are salty <laughs> that's what i was thinking i was like are you making a joke about them being salty <laughs> no semen there's their sperm uh, oh think how big a whale is and so if a whale ejaculates oh, come on, come, like, all, come whales. on. all whales not just orcas yeah, I mean. Okay, I thought you meant just orcas, and I was like, are they the only whales? Who? <laughs> no, you're blaming the whole ocean on them. Well, good Wait, to know. Is that really? Wh- no, that's not why the waters. No, no, come on. No, no, Google permission to Google. <laughs> I'm not even waiting for your permission. Should I tell you right now? I don't know if that's the reason. <laughs> She's messing with you. It's caused by rain washing mineral ions from the land into water. Carbon dioxide in the air dissolves into rainwater, making it slightly acidic. I think that's a really weird way of saying whale (laughs) semen. (laughs) Sounds like a cover-up to me. I feel better. I can sleep tonight. I was was not going to be able to sleep. You were short-circuiting. I saw it. (laughs) She was. Don't do that to me. What are we talking about tonight, guys? Well, in <laughs> honor of I the like spookiest day of the year, we're talking about our haunted investigation. Mm-hmm. We went to a spooky place in Iowa. It, oh, I was going to say in a spooky state. Okay. It is a spooky state. We've been to Iowa a couple times. They have some good haunted locations. More than a couple, yeah. 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 So we went to Farrar Elementary. It's an old schoolhouse. And it's in Maxwell, Iowa, mm-hmm. even though the name is Farrar. And it's really, really close to Des Moines. Yeah, right outside Des Moines. <laughs> it's a very Des small Mons. town. <laughs> very small town. So we are going to talk about it. So Farrar is a 17,000 square foot schoolhouse. It is a very tiny town, like we said. The population is about 30. <laughs> so wow. Very small. It is built on six acres and has a 150-year-old cemetery literally right across the street. That is true. We were not allowed to go to. That is also true. They told us not to go to that, but that is going to come into play later. Yes, okay. and it was disrespectful. All right. So in 1919, C.G. Geddes, he agreed to donate six acres of his farm to merge the area's one-room country schoolhouse. The school board voted, and they created the Washington Township Consolidated School District. So the cornerstone... Uh, was set and it is inscribed with the year 1921 and the dedication ceremony commenced on April 1st of 1922. So they literally just celebrated their 100 year anniversary. Hmm. Yes. 1921. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary for our. The schoolhouse was the only building for miles when it was first built. Unless it was back in like horse and carriage days. The closest town really was Des Moines, um, which isn't that far. I'd say like 15 minutes away. But yeah. still, when you don't have cars, yeah. it's quite a while away. Um, it was a modern marvel because it had hot and cold water. Mm-hmm. And back in those days, like, they were still using outhouses. Like, there was no modern plumbing. There was no electricity. Like, they were using wow kerosene lamps and, you know, oil and gas and Trailblazers. Like yep. Because this building was so huge, not only was it a schoolhouse, but they used it for, like, town hall meetings they would have there. They would have theaters, traveling plays. They had orchestras come and play. They talked about having, like, the Harlem globe trotters came and played at this school so they used it for a lot of things because it was such a big building yeah um it was also used as a banquet the school opened in 1922 even though they started building it in 1921 and they said that the at first it was all grades but the last high school class was in 1958 and after that it was just elementary and junior high only um and it closed its doors in 2002 on may 3rd 2002 they had a band that played and it was the last time that they had 
basically like hundreds of people in attendance. And that's when they closed the doors for the last time. Hmm. Um, They said it was not because of anything bad, but basically the towns were growing around this area and they were shuffling school districts and all of that stuff. And there was just not a need anymore for this school. So the school sat empty when it closed in 2002 for about four or five years until 2006 when Jim and Nancy Oliver bought it. Originally, they were going to uh, use it to run their building, or I'm sorry, they were going to use the building Mm -hmm. to run their business out of it. Mm -hmm. But then in 2007, a local psychic named Jackie Carpenter was driving by and started getting some senses, some feelings. Catching a vibe. She was catching a vibe. Mm -hmm. And so she knocked on the door there because they were living there and they, fun fact, still live there. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, she knocked on the door and she was like, I'm getting some vibes. Can I come investigate with my crew? And they were like, sure, why not? So she investigated and confirmed right away, like, something is here. She was getting EVPs. Um, she said the first EVP that they got was in the boys' bathroom. And she, the owners at this point, Jim and Nancy, they were experiencing voices as well. They were seeing shadow people and they were seeing orbs. Um, at one point... Nancy was going up or down the stairs, I forget which way, and started to fall backwards, and someone grabbed her shoulder to steady her, and she turned Ooh. around, and nobody was there. What a friendly ghost. Mm-hmm. Friendly ghost. Casper. So they were having these experiences, too, and then the psychic came in, and she validated all of this, and Jackie uh, Carpenter is actually the one who convinced them to open this place as, like, a haunted location mm-hmm. instead of running their business out of there. So that's what it is used for now. You can go. You can investigate. Jim and Nancy do still live there. They live on site in one room. They said multiple times as they were giving us the tour of this place that there's no traumatic history that happened here. Nothing negative happened here. Like there's no horrible deaths that happened in the schoolhouse Mm -hmm. or anyone who's abusing children. Like anything that you would normally associate with a haunting Mm -hmm. typically has a traumatic past. And they said that's not the case here. They've had positive energy. It's children most of the time there are a couple adults um, that we'll get to including a shadow man they did mention that one area of the house schoolhouse has some negative energy down there but nothing demonic nothing like nobody's ever been attacked there nobody's been scratched hit pulled hair nothing like that so just want to make that clear okay so if you want we'll just go kind of room by room i'll give the history of that room and then We'll talk about our evidence. Do the audio count? Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to start. We started our tour down in the mm-hmm. boiler room. So we're going to work our way up to the top. Okay. So the boiler room, um, I mean, nowadays it's not used for too much. But back in the day, this is when they would like literally shovel the coal to make the building heat. Um, so there's like a little, not like a tunnel, but a little alcove mm-hmm. over there um, with a manhole. And that's where they would pile the ash and all of that stuff. So I hung out there. Uh, there are reports of a six foot nine shadow man with red eyes. This is where they talked about possible negative energy being down there. Someone did faint down there after provoking a spirit. Um, and they told us many times, don't provoke, don't be a Zach. They specifically said, don't be a Zach. They and did. I looked at both of you and I was like, well, no, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> I'm just going to say here, y'all. <laughs> So we went to the boiler room first when we were allowed to go independently. And I also got this uh, footage to review. We got to use a Phasma box for the first time. Mm-hmm. Yay. We have a new tool in our toolbox. Yes. You want to explain a little bit about this tool since it's new? So it's an app that you Thank run you. off of Windows, essentially. So we have a, a tablet that runs Windows. And the app is called Phasma Box. And it's essentially like a spirit box, but it doesn't have the sweeping noise. Um, It is just silence until words come through or sounds come through. It's got a little bit of an echo to it. Mm -hmm. It's Mm -hmm. creepy. It does sound kind of spooky. You can reverse it. Mm -hmm. Um, That's supposedly more accurate if you can pick up words when it's in reverse mode. Mm -hmm. And fun fact, when it says reverse mode, it sounds like a horror movie. Yes. So we learned that. It's a little tricky, though. Um, We're we're learning the ins and outs of this app. It's uh, much easier to hear when you have headphones on and one listener versus trying to have a you know, group of people listening. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so it's essentially yeah. like a spirit box without all the ch- 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 
notch yes. in between that, <laughs> mm-hmm. drives, that white noise. Yes, yeah. the white noise. So we hook it up with noise canceling headphones. One person's wearing those. So you have those on and you're hearing all of this going through your ears. You can't hear like even when the people next to you mm-hmm. are hearing also because yeah. they're noise canceling headphones. What we're doing is like, for instance, in the boiler room, you, Sarah, uh-huh. had yeah. the headphones on. So me and Boydston were asking questions. You can't hear what we're asking and you would just yell out whatever words are coming across to you. Right. What yeah. you can pick out and hear. Yeah. Um, and trying to get intelligent responses that way. Yeah. And we all took turns wearing yes, these just, we you know, FYI. And so we can all vouch for the fact that you can't hear questions hear going questions on around you. Now, you may be able to, like, hear voices, if that mm-hmm. makes sense, but you can't hear you can't at all. can't make anything out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. In the boiler room, which is the first spot we went to, about seven minutes into the recording, so I am sitting over in, like, that alcove by myself mm-hmm. with the recording, and you guys were kind of by the boilers. Um, the fast my box said, Boydston. Mm-hmm. I was instantly targeted. Did you were? <laughs> like right away. Like seven minutes in of us being down yeah. there. And I don't have a common last name. So for it to say that is yeah, fascinating to me. Mm-hmm. I would expect Sarah before I would ever hear Boydston. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it said recording, which we were recording. We were talking about that. Mm-hmm. And then this is kind of where the negative energy came in. It said, I warned you. We were warned. Think about it all. So you were getting, I said those things? You were getting phrases. That is so weird. I don't remember. I mean, I remember saying Boydston, but mm-hmm. there's so much coming through that you don't remember it. Well, it was telling us also that it did not want us down there and it wanted us to leave. And we're like, mm-hmm. okay, we'll leave in a few minutes. And then it is when you started saying, I warned you. You were warned. Ah. Think about it all. And that's when we left is right after think about <laughs> it all. Yeah, that's pretty clear. Mm-hmm. GTFO. So... um, I forgot that during the tour, Sarah got to hold the recorder. So sorry. And so I actually got the treat of listening to this and hearing you narrate for once instead of me. Yeah. Um, So while we were on the tour in the boiler room as he was telling us everything, um, you go, (laughs) or Boydson took the recorder from you and said, Lindsay's being condescending. Lindsay reads. (laughs) And Sarah goes, I don't know what just happened here. Sounds about right. So sounds about right. <laughs> I was saying something. Boyson called me out on it, and Sarah's just like, I don't know what's happening. What's going on? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but down here is where they said they got reports of a guy uh, who fainted after provoking the spirits down there. So, and we were warned to leave, so we did leave. Mm-hmm. And right outside of the boiler room is the gymnasium with the basketball courts. Um, and so here is where they experience poltergeist activity. Do you want me to talk about that when we went back to the boiler room? Oh, sure. I forgot we went back. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's only a quick one. Okay. So later in the evening, actually, actually it was the last place we went to before we were wrapped up the night. Because we wanted to return. Yeah. <laughs> we decided we, we would revisit the boiler room. And we did. Um, while we were there, we were just using the recorder at the time. I don't think we mm-hmm. had any we didn't apps the or the boxes box, no. going on. Yeah. Um, so as we're sitting there... All of us heard a clicking noise. We called it out twice. You can hear it clicking on the recorder. There was also a couple of times, Lindsay, that you responded to what you thought was a noise or a movement. Mm -hmm. And you kept going, I heard it again. I heard it again. And then just a little bit later, like 15 seconds later, you heard another noise. And this time you called it a growl. And you said you heard a growl twice. I couldn't hear it on the recording, mm-hmm. but you you heard it call out two times. And we were sitting kind of in a circle. Yeah. And also just like our disclaimer with this place, and we'll talk about it a lot, I'm sure. There is, it was a group. Mm-hmm. You can hear people. Mm-hmm. You can hear footsteps above you, especially when we're on the bottom floor. So a lot of the noises that we were kind of calling out, we were like, might hear people upstairs. Yeah. We would hear laughter. We would hear someone talking. We would hear footsteps, something. So the clicking and stuff is stuff that like sounded like it was right in the right room with us. us. Yes. yes. Yeah. And same with the growls that I heard. So the growls were in between me and Boydston. Mm-hmm. And I could hear it coming out. She was mm-hmm. on my left side. I could hear it coming out of my left ear. Um, and I think at one point I asked you if it was your stomach again. You did. Is that your stomach again? And she I'm was just like, very no. concerned about your stomach. Like, then I heard a growl. <laughs> yes. yes. Before I'm going to call it a growl, I'm going to be like, is that anybody's stomach? Yeah. And um, it was coming right in between from me and Sarah. I heard it in my left ear. Yeah. 
And then shortly after that, Boydston excused herself and she was like, and I'm out of here. Um, she has a three growl roll. Yes. <laughs> and <laughs> I think true. you were feeling kind of hesitant because you felt like they called you out earlier in yeah. the boiler room. So you were like Definitely. pushing it anyways. Um, yep. But Lindsay and I sat in there for, I think, three or four minutes mm-hmm. after that. And it was a very spooky vibe in there. I mean, it's dark. It's pitch black. You can't yeah. see anything. It's very dark and there's, you know, random clicking noises going mm-hmm. on around you. And, and we just after you feel like you're hearing a growl, yeah, Lindsay's like, we're not here to hurt you. I just because... <laughs> yeah, she was being very... <laughs> I was <laughs> trying to be nice because they also told us not to yes. be a Zach. And also because this is where they said the one negative energy was. So I was yeah. like, we're just here to talk. We don't want to hurt you. Like, hey, I know you're growling at me, but like... Just talk to us. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I didn't hear any responses to yeah. our questions or anything else going on in there. Um, but overall, spooky vibe mm-hmm. in there for sure. Very spooky vibe. Boyson, yeah. do you remember hearing the growls? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I was the one holding the recorder at the time. So I was uh, sitting yeah. across from you guys and I didn't catch it on there. Darn it. I should have held my hand out. It was a spooky vibe. <laughs> Growl again. <laughs> Growl into this. <laughs> All right, so um, right outside of the boiler room is the gymnasium basketball court. This is kind of difficult to hear because it's a gym, so everything carries and everything echoes. Um, There are reports of poltergeist-like activity, so they have lots of balls set up around the floor, and they said the balls will roll all over. Um, They say that you will hear, like, a game on a loop. So if you're very quiet, and they said, like, if you're the only person there, sometimes you will hear... Like cheers and the sounds of people clapping and cheering and basketball and all that stuff. So, and he says the shadow figure has also been seen here too. Mm. So I have the recording from that. We didn't stay very long. And again, it was towards the end of the night, which was actually probably best because I think the crowd had started to thin out by then. Because, you know, not only was it a gymnasium and everything echoes there, but the bathrooms were also there. So it was a very, you know, popular area. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, We did use a cat toy. We tried to use um, the Spirit Box app. Really didn't get anything out of either of those. Um, at one point, Boydston thought she saw a shadow or something moving near the stairs. Do you remember that? It was pretty brief, mm-hmm. but you thought you saw something over there. It was a drinking fountain. Oh, my God. Debunked. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. Thank you. So you did see a shadow. Lindsay was sitting on the ground and I was oh, yes. like. It was behind me. <laughs> yes. I was like, Lindsay, point behind you yes, <laughs> with the flashlight. Okay. I, I couldn't like, hear what you said on there. And then you're like, oh, okay, never mind. And I was like. Don't tell me to point with a flashlight behind my back. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I don't like that too much. <laughs> yeah, don't like that. Um, but we tried real hard to get some responses. And, you know, actually, it was very quiet on this recording. So good. Mm-hmm. It was good, but I couldn't, I didn't hear anything yeah. on there. No shadow man. No shadow man. Nothing, nothing came across the recorder. And I, I struggle with shadows as mm-hmm. it is. Like, I, can't tell what's shadow and what's not i don't know if you guys gathered yet but my vision is not the best (laughs) um so i don't ever claim to see shadows like even when we go to belmar i'm like i can't see anything yeah so i leave that up to you guys i think also that's the easiest thing for like your eyes to play tricks on you in the dark like your eyes are searching for something too yeah especially when it's pitch black yeah because we did that in the boiler room a few times like i kept turning on the light because i was thinking i was seeing something because it's pitch black and my eyes are trying to find something but it's nothing well you know and i genuinely believe that people do see those things i just i personally cannot yeah the only thing about this particular shadow man is that he is conveniently the same height as yes our tour guide Yes. So I was like, is it that. his yes. own shadow that he sees? Interesting. He said he saw it with red eyes, and when he saw it, everything around him went deaf. Do you remember? Yes. Like, he couldn't hear the, his group. Yep. So, when you leave the gym, you go upstairs to the foyer, and Sarah wanted to let us know, future us, it stinks. It smells real bad here. Dude, I cannot get over it. It was like... <laughs> Sarah does not handle smells well. It's true. It's true. <laughs> that and dust. You know, give me a respirator like Zach and then put a, an air <laughs> freshener like in there. Like <laughs> It was an interesting smell, though, to it be was fair. I didn't know what it like was. like musty old school. Like yeah, I enjoy like a gym like, locker. I enjoy grandma's basement smells. Yeah, that doesn't I enjoy, bother me. Well, that's what a lot of these places have smelled like and you did not enjoy it. 
Not that place. Ferrar did not smell like that. Sweaty old gym socks. Yes. Mustard. No. Yes. It smelled disgusting yeah. down it there. It smelled like an old building. So we went into the kitchen. We went into the kitchen after this. And here in the kitchen is where the kitchen lady named Marie uh, is said to be here. She passed away off-site, like did not die in the schoolhouse. She retired after working there for 30 plus years. But they say that she has returned since she passed away. Um, and here is where, in my notes I put, tour guy says, don't act like Zach. Noted. Uh, he said that multiple times. <laughs> Sarah said, quote, so many steps. Lindsay burped. <laughs> or maybe she burped. Lindsay burped. <laughs> I wanted to clarify. <laughs> to be fair, there were a lot of steps. We walked up one flight. We were on the first floor. There's three floors. <laughs> I was tired. <laughs> so we went in the kitchen, and it was kind of cool because it has he tore away some of the tile, and it has like the original 100 year old hardwood floors there. Um, so they plan to refinish some of that. Um, and he mentioned here that <clears throat> the building is made of limestone. Which do you guys remember? You guys might remember more about this with limestone and energy. Limestone absorbs energy. Energy. <laughs> That's about okay. as much as I know. Okay. Yeah. So that is one of the theories as to why this place may be haunted because it's absorbed all the energy over a hundred years. And then they also said because of the cemetery that maybe some souls have just wandered over here from there. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. It looks interesting. I'd wander over there too. So, the kitchen was kind of a fun place where we broke out the Phasma box again. Mm-hmm. I have that recording. We used um, the Rimpod, the Phasma box, flashlights, and cat balls. Mm-hmm. And as soon as we go in there, Sarah goes to take pictures and says the, the camera battery just died. Uh-huh. And that was our... Second stop, really, in the night, mm-hmm. I feel yeah, like. Yeah, second stop. It was early. So that was a little odd. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had uh, three other people with us. We had, I like, I lovingly call them the ghost grannies. <laughs> because they're sweeties. They're sweet older women and they liked all they of liked our ghost gear. All of our ghost stuff. Yeah. So they followed us. They hung out with us. Mm-hmm. That's fine. So camera battery died right away. Yes. And then Ghost Granny said that they were in there earlier and whatever they were using, I think it was an uh, an app that pops up words. Um, they found that it wasn't Marie they were talking to and then it said it was malicious mm. and that they were talking to somebody named Owen. And then this is where I've got to point out that Again, we were right close to the front of the building, right. and mm-hmm. so there were voices just constantly, yeah. people taking smoke breaks, people chatting, yes. yeah. um, <clears throat> and in the spirit of trying to make things accurate and not giving a false story, I'm not going to say that I heard any whispers or heard any, you know, grumbles or anything like that, because I, I can't say that for sure, knowing that it wasn't an actual human. Yeah. Well, and you had the Phasma box, so you had the headphones on, so... Yes. Um, so during this... Might be harder for you to, yeah, distinguish. Just some of the things that I learned. Sarah enjoyed square pizzas. Absolutely. Because we were asking about school lunches, yeah. <laughs> yes. What's your favorite food? Hmm. I will My favorite say, is square pizza. <laughs> I feel like this place, we had the most, like, intelligent Relevant. responses yeah, with the Phasma box. Uh, there was a time where we did hear a squeak again. I don't know if it was human, but it sounded pretty close, and I didn't hear any of us shuffling or moving. Um, they asked what she liked to cook or what her favorite meal was, and she said casserole. Casserole. Or what was her least favorite thing. Yes, yeah. one of those. Yeah. And this is what you are shouting out from the Phasma box when you can't hear what we're asking at all. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, at one point, I call out Carol, which is one of the ghost grannies. Yes, it is. And, um, which we right did af- not know their names. <laughs> no, we didn't. Right after it says, whatever, right after I say Carol, I say, come here. And then soon after that, uh, I say, Carol knows. So somebody was Ooh. after Carol. <laughs> Carol. Around the same time, the room pod goes off. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it was after Sarah said to find a light. Mm-hmm. Um, and on the rim, on our rim pod, there's a little light on there. Yep. If you touch it, it, it goes off. I was specifically referring to that light. <clears throat> Fun fact. Um, the name Nancy came out, mm-hmm. which is one of the owner's names. Yep. And they love the owners, we were told. Yes. The spirits do. There was lots of laughter. 
Yes, and Lindsay, <laughs> Lindsay critiqued me for not um, mimicking the actual laughter. I was just saying laughter or ha ha. I wanted to know the tone <laughs> of the laughter. Was it evil laughing? Like, ha 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 Or was it like, ha 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 Next time, now we know. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> mean laughter, sarcastic laughter, joyful laughter. I want to know. Evil. <laughs> we did get the name Marie. Yes, yes, we did. Which, which is the name of the kitchen lady. Is the, the kitchen name lady. <laughs> of the kitchen lady. <laughs> I realized what I said. But that's literally what I wrote was Marie Kitchen Lady. <laughs> yes. I did these notes at three in the morning. She was the, the head kitchen lady. <laughs> she sorry. was the head cafeteria kitchen lady. Yes. She was a, a badass. And at one point after I hear the name Marie, I say, Are you hungry? Aww, so it's like she wanted to feed all of her guests. Oh, sweet. What a sweetie. So overall, intelligent to the room and the building um, and to the people that were in the room by calling Carol out. We asked after you said casserole, <clears throat> I remember this. We said, what do you like to put in your casseroles? And you said bacon. Bacon. Yep. <laughs> bacon. Yes. So again, I just want to remind everyone, you cannot hear anything we're no. asking. So you're just saying whatever words you can make Here. out. Mm-hmm. and. We were like getting intelligent responses right away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so interesting. I, I want to point out cool too place. that we had a bunch of flashlights set up, actually in multiple rooms during the night, and really, I don't think we got a single flashlight Not response. A single flashlight, which is, I think, interesting, and it kind of validates. When we do use them and we do get responses. So right. it just shows that you're not always going to get like these random responses. The so. entire night we got yeah. zero flashlight, which is kind of bizarre. Yeah, I don't think it's ever happened. So after the kitchen, I have, at least on the tour, we went to the library. In the library, he's got a couple bookshelves up there filled with books that have been donated. He said he kind of wants to turn it into like a giving library where you take one book, you bring one book. Mm-hmm. Here they get responses of kids. He said it's a lot of kids that are just kind of in the library. They'll come and talk to you. They like it when you read stories to them. Um, he said, quote, if you act like a punk. Then the librarian comes out. (laughs) (laughs) Or he called her the librarian. He's like, it's some adult and she will come out if you're acting like a punk or not behaving. The librarian. So again, I am reminded not to act like a punk or like a Zach. He really wanted to. He knew me. And I was like, I feel chastised and I haven't even done anything yet, sir. Excuse you. Sir, I'm my own person. I'm not Zach. (laughs) There are, there are not reports this did happen um the kkk uh did burn a cross on the circle drive right out front um and he reminds us of this and this is also where he talks about the cemetery spirits possibly wandering over um and the underground railroad was nearby as well Mm -hmm. that they used to help people across psychics who have visited this place report that they see bodies hanging from the trees outside and we are going to get to that tree outside in a second Mm -hmm. (laughs) so that's pretty much it for the library Basically, kids, unless you act like a punk, then the librarian's going to come and let you know how she feels about that. So when we were doing the tour portion of it, when we were in there, I did get a headache. Um, Could have just been because I was kind of tired and mm-hmm. I don't know. But when we left, it seemed to go away. Okay. So that was kind of the only place during the night where I felt anything, if you will. Gotcha. Um, And then I had the audio from the library. So I was wearing the headphones in there. And I think there were some valid responses. Um, you were really pushing the book conversation, though, and it was not happening. I was trying to, like, engage the kids because he was yes. like, they love it when you read books. So I was sure. like, what's your favorite book? What's your favorite story? I was really trying to engage them <laughs> without being a Zach. <laughs> yes, which was fine. But they were not feeling the book conversation. They did not want to talk to me. But you did say, you, like, introduced us. And I said, hi, hello. How are we doing tonight? <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> As a response. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> and then somebody asked, do you know Lindsay likes books? Oh, I wonder who asked that. <laughs> Boydston. <laughs> and I responded, I do know. Oh. <laughs> uh, at one point I said, Elvis. Elvis is dead. <laughs> what? I don't remember you saying Elvis is dead. <laughs> I don't know why. Were we talking about music or something? Please Please hold. Sorry, I was readjusting. I don't know. Actually, I think it just came out of nowhere. Um, At one point, I said it was deep. And Boyson said that's what she said. (laughs) There I am. (laughs) (laughs) Um, There was a child response in there that said Miss Gina. 
And the other names that came out were Matt and Alice and mm-hmm. Tom Brady. <laughs> I remember Tom Brady. There's Tom and Brady. I know. And Lindsay shipped him as Tom Brady. <laughs> no, you did. <laughs> we were like, who all is in here with us? And you you said Alice. And I was like, hi, Alice. And then you go, Tom Brady. <laughs> I was like, Tom Brady? <laughs> a lot of people in there. Yeah, so you, you put them together for the rest of the time. I did. Tom Brady was there. It said, or I said, medicine. And Lindsay said, oh, are you offering medicine to my friend Sarah for her cough? Because <laughs> you were coughing. I done. It was right after something very funny had just happened. And I... With, had laughed my head off, uh-huh. and it was an asthma I attack. That was basically, an I know. I thought it was funny though, because <laughs> you were coughing, and then you said medicine. I was like, "Oh, okay." Yeah. And then I said, "Hi, Chris." And I asked you guys this in the recording, but I don't know if you guys remember um, our tour guide. He was talking about his friend mm. that passed away. Wasn't his name Chris? Yes. Okay, I believe so. But I do recall hearing that. I think his name was Chris Sutton, actually. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. So anyhow, that was interesting. I do think I caught maybe an exhale. It's really hard to tell. I listened to it multiple times. I'll show you guys. Okay. And multiple times I was adamant about bringing Jen. We want Jen. We want to see Jen. Hmm. Bring back Jen. So the only Jen I know is our friend Jen from PRI. And she has been there a couple of times. she has been there times. many times, yeah. And really does like it. So And she had messaged us early, earlier that night about it. So just interesting that they messaged Jen or said Jen many times. And Lindsay touches a book. And I said, why did you touch that? Wow. (laughs) Um, It was a Dr. Seuss book. I remember that. Lindsay stated she would die from a buffalo attack on the Oregon Trail. (laughs) Because we were talking about the Oregon Trail. (laughs) The game. The computer game as children. (laughs) Poison said you always died of cholera cholera and uh dysentery and dysentery and i was like i would die from a buffalo attack yes <laughs> it was always the random stuff disease <laughs> never like, got me <laughs> okay weirdest stuff. <laughs> well i marked it and uh i did i think get a whisper now that i'm rereading my notes a whisper in response to how old are you i don't know what it says but i can okay. hear a whisper there I believe the Phasma box, we did unplug it from my headphones and then everybody was listening. Yeah, there's a lot of people in there at that point. So it said Boydston again multiple times. I think we said we, we said three times in there. And then at one point it said, suck my. And we couldn't make out the last word in Boydston, but I started laughing. So that is the library. Through the library, our tour took us to the art room, which um, is kind of cool because they have like artwork still up from like kids, you know. That they did when they were little, and yeah. it's just kind of cool to see it like over the years. Um, he had time capsules from the kids, time capsules from the kids, and he said he was actually trying to like track some of them down on Facebook, mm-hmm. but he messaged one girl and she blocked him right away. Which <laughs> <laughs> <Which> I mean, <laughs> Which I, you know, yeah, you're not sure where those things are going. I sure, get it, right? Yeah. Um, w- the only thing I got from here in this recording is that um, we were fascinated because someone spelled the Berenstein Bears. Correctly. Which Boynston still feels like it's wrong. It is wrong. <laughs> she was fascinated by it. <laughs> yes. Um, but otherwise, he didn't really give me too much history about what happens in there. No. Which we didn't spend any time there. But Lindsay thinks that maybe she saw somebody through the window. And do you remember this? It, was that the art room? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, I didn't remember. So, he was giving us the tour. And we were actually on the floor above where mm-hmm. the art room was. And we're coming down, and he was obviously leading us, and we were right behind him, mm-hmm. um, the three of us. And we he was going, and we came down the stairs, and right there, there was a door to our left. And I just looked at it, and there was someone there, and he, like, shook his head and said, don't come in here, please. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I saw who you're talking about. You saw it too. Mm-hmm, I did. And we thought it was, there's three other people who were like helping lead the investigation who yeah. weren't on the tour with us. So we thought it was like one of them and maybe they were doing a session. And then we went into the homeroom is what they called it, um, where we all met and the three of them were in there. Yeah. I was surprised when we walked in and saw them all because I thought I saw one of their shirts. Right. And so I like, you know. Fully thought it was one of them standing in there. And we could only see him through, like, the little rectangle window. Like, rectangle glass window, yeah. Yeah. Um, And it was dark in that room. There was no light. Yeah. And then we thought, oh, maybe that's, like, the owner's apartment. But it's not. It was the art room. (laughs) It was the art room, which we didn't realize at the time. They live in the art room. 
Um, so I don't know. It might have been like someone who broke off from the group who was like doing their own private thing in there. It could have been. I don't know. But yeah. But it's kind of kinda weird. Makes you think. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what to next? We didn't go to the art room except for that one thing. Right. The theater. So we're going upstairs. Oh, we made it. The auditorium. The auditorium. Auditorium. So this is the biggest room. It's huge. Mm-hmm. And we spent the most time here. This is up on the top floor, and a lot of people say that they hear footsteps up on the top floor. So they hear footsteps out in the halls. They hear it when they're on the bottom floors. So we were up here. There's a Raggedy Ann doll, and I said, no, thank you. Yes, there was lots There's of lots props. of dolls, lots of props, um, <clears throat> Barbies, toys. He said that this is the most active floor and the most active room on the floor. Um, the shadow man has been seen here too as well, he said, as well as they saw a gray figure that was sitting on the stage just staring at them at one point. And they thought it was the chair. There's like two armchairs on mm-hmm. the stage. Um, and he lit a lighter and the figure was gone and it was not the chair. So he thinks mm-hmm. that maybe this is where a portal was because at one point during the daytime, there's all of these windows and like the hallways were dark and the windows the light was not penetrating the darkness like it normally would. So he thinks maybe there's a portal because they couldn't explain that. Uh, they also said that they have seen full body appar- apparitions up here. They have had something that mimics. Um, it's mimicked their voices and it's mimicked a recording device as well. They say that it's kind of like a count- cat and mouse game up there. Like you'll hear footsteps out in the hallway. So you go out in the hallway to see what's going on. And then you'll hear the footsteps in the auditorium where you just left. And so like they'll play with you. They said that a big bookshelf was knocked down as poltergeist activity upstairs. And they said that the desks have been found moved backwards. So facing the opposite wall. Okay. Okay. So that's what happened upstairs and in the auditorium. I have the auditorium recording. And we use the Phasma box probably... 95% of the time here. But before I get into all the responses that we got on there, uh, this is another place where background noise just kind of killed us. Mm -hmm. Um, And at one point when I had the recorder, I was very annoyed by this um, because I started out whispering like uh, walking human and then outside (laughs) noise and then hallway noise. And you can just hear me get more and more annoyed. Well, and people kept coming in the room, too. And they were having it's, conversations in there. It's funny you say that. Because then I said, nobody can fucking stay still. <laughs> <laughs> and then I said... I mean, you were on the stage. Yes. I was like, if you see someone in here, don't come in. Oh, no. They and saw then, somebody and added to it. Louder, I like in a regular voice, I said, more walking. Um, so I had my headphones on. I didn't hear any of this. I love this. I couldn't hear you either. And then, like, still normal talking tone. I was like whispering, like trying to call these people out for talking. And then one more time, I was like human talking. <laughs> human talking. <laughs> you sound like my kid because he'll be like, "Mom, look, there's a human being." I'm like, "Why do you say that?" <laughs> because it's person. not a spirit. I know, it's but a human being, person. I don't know, human. Human talking. It was a human. So I was not impressed by some people that just could not take things seriously. They were not respecting other people's investigating. Correct. I think that was the most frustrating part. Yeah. But we were still able to use the Phasma box, mm-hmm. if, even if we weren't able to get any EVPs because of these humans that were talking. <laughs> humans. And so I'm just going to go down the list. And it was me. Uh, first, first it was you, yes. And you... Almost immediately, as soon as you put the headphones on, said, oopsie daisy. Yes, I remember that. And then also, let me just set the stage quite literally for you. Okay. Because we're on the stage. <laughs> Lindsay and Boyston are on the stage. Like <laughs> in sitting these in these armchairs, armchairs facing yeah. each other. Uh, but like in a talk show kind of a way. <laughs> and we had an audience. You, you did, including me. I felt very awkward <laughs> sitting on the floor. I'm like, I'm their props guy. It's fine. Like I'm bringing you stuff up there, like shining lights, <laughs> taking notes. So it's totally fine. But yeah, um, I was part of your audience. <laughs> I think no, I looked fine. up at one point and there were like five little groups that oh, joined us. a lot of people. I was like, oh, and in what's and happening? Listening. And I yeah. felt like under pressure. With the Phasma box because they were all listening to my responses. And I was like, I can't hear them. What if I'm sounding like an idiot and nothing is yeah. making sense? <laughs> That's no. part of the reason I gave it up to you. Mm. 
I felt watched, literally. By people. So. (laughs) By humans. Human beings. Oopsie daisy. And then you heard kids laughing. There was a lot of kids laughing. And then Sarah shined the flashlight and Lindsay says, I see. She says, is he out there? And everybody responds, who? And Lindsay says, who? (laughs) And then. Which they said, there's a mimicker. Yes. True. He's coming. Take her. My friend Mary. Sarah said something. It was it was a joke and oh, shocker. She says that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, I remember. I don't remember. Like, Jeez, what did you say? Probably something stupid. <laughs> and I said that's enough. That's funny. That's enough. <laughs> it was real snotty like that too. I was like, hmm. <laughs> okay. But the ghost was not amused. Oh. Listening back, it might not have been you because the next one said, "What did I do?" So maybe they were just having their own conversation. And there was parts maybe. where I was listening to the Phasma box and there was like three or four voices like mm-hmm. where I yeah. – And I remember there was times where I wasn't saying anything because I just could not pick out one I over know. the other. I was the same way. Yeah. Somebody asked what their favorite food was and it said roast. <laughs> Do you have a favorite color? They're all a favorite. And then they clarified and said green. Huh. And then we were shushed. Shh. I do remember that. I remember hearing a shh. It was loud and I was like, whoa. Okay. And I thought it was, that's kind of funny listening back now because you kept getting mad at people talking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whoever this was had my back. <laughs> <laughs> um, interestingly, it, we asked, or somebody asked, what was your favorite play? And I hear a whisper on the recording that says all. And then very soon after, Lindsay says all. What was the favorite play that you did? All. Really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. And then it uh, explains further all of mine and then plays a piano note. Yes. It was like one long piano note, like when you hold it. But you did end it by saying there's a lot of voices at once. Like there's a deep mm-hmm. voice, a woman's voice, sometimes a kid. Um, and then that's when you handed over the headphones to me. Mine were pretty responsive, actually. So Lindsay's saying that there are too many speaking, and then it said two. Um, Someone said, who am I speaking to? And that's when we got Hank. Uh Uh-huh. Who else is with you? And they say Tori. Okay. Tori. And then there was a ha, and then a ha-ha. Oh, yes, I remember. (laughs) (laughs) So animated. Ha. Um... Sarah was asking about the toys, like, do you like the toys? And I said, I'm playing with them and then playing school. So they like the toys. Um, And then, again, they get annoyed annoyed with Sarah. Yep. Sarah says, what's your favorite toy? And they go, all right, stop. I remember that. (laughs) I was laughing so hard. All right, stop. They did not like you or Boydston. I think I just annoyed them. <laughs> That's enough. <laughs> you know what? Those other the ghost grannies were asking way more questions than me. <laughs> yeah, they asked. They said we put up some lights if you want to try and touch them, and they go, "Nope." <laughs> <laughs> um, asked, "Did you like it here? It was fine." And then a light did go off. Uh, in fact, it was the the REM pod again. It was the temperature. That temperature kept changing and so it kept alarming mm-hmm. and so right after that happened it said i found it and was, then was this where i like when the rim pod would go off and i'd be like can you make it stop ringing and mm-hmm. it would stop like right away mm-hmm. okay i can't remember which room we were in but it would like it does a long beep and i'd say okay that's enough can you make it stop and it would stop like right away, as soon as i said stop and then we get a fuck you oh yeah i remember that a lot of cussing on the fast mm-hmm. box Lindsay asked it to touch, uh, touch her, touch her hair, and they mm-hmm. said, "Gross." <laughs> <laughs> These spirits I was so offended by it, <laughs> and this was supposedly Hank, who I think he said was ten or three, which he was not talking like a three-year-old. But I was like, "Touch my hair, come on, you can pull on it." And gross. And I'm like, "All right, that's enough." That's rude. <laughs> they're now annoyed with Lindsay. Lindsay asked if you can, if they can touch the red light, and they're like, "Nope, again." <laughs> They're sassy. Sassy children. I think I even said that. At some, some point I say, ghosts. I have breasts. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do, Winston. I think I said, oh, Hank. Okay. We're like, okay, this isn't Hank. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, and then I say detention, and Lindsay says, yeah, you would go to detention for <laughs> saying fuck you. And then she whispers, sorry, future Lindsay, for cussing. <laughs> what? It was future you. <laughs> sorry, future Boston. I don't know. I felt, I felt the need to apologize for saying the F word, okay? <laughs> it's okay. Okay, thank you. It's funny. <laughs> and then it started talking about Will, and Will was the name of the, the tour oh, yeah. guide, mm-hmm. the caretaker. Yes. Um, said Will did it. And just a couple of things about Will. And then Sarah hears a whisper. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm not going to be able to isolate it. I know that because Lindsay's talking <clears throat> over it and there is other people talking. Um, and also the recorder is far away from where Sarah was sitting. Yeah. Yes. Remember, I was on the floor like a peasant. <laughs> I was watching your show. <laughs> like a peasant. Stop it. You guys put on a good show. What Was it good? It was a good show. <laughs> good. But I think I do hear a whisper, and it doesn't sound like the normal, like, human talking Yeah, um, that I was complaining about, so I'm not sure. I feel like nobody was talking at the time, and it's one of those – this has only happened a couple of times, so, like, I feel like you can tell the difference mm-hmm. when you're actually in the moment, but it was near my shoulder, right next to my ear. Well, and you immediately say, like, who was that? Who whispered? Like, yeah. you're trying to get somebody else to admit to it. And nobody did. And as you pointed out, this is a humongous room, so we were all really spread out, and there was yes. nobody next to me. And I heard him go, hi. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So successful Phasma Box yeah. session in the auditorium where Lindsay and I had an audience. Yes, she did. Sarah well done. Was, Sarah's a peasant. Good job. You guys put on a lovely show. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I'll buy tickets to the next one. Oh, thank you. Was that – and then after that, I think we just kind of wandered around. We, we spent some time up in the principal's office. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I had the recording there, and I got nothing on there. We tried to use one of the apps up there. We only spent, like, maybe 10 minutes long. up there. And it's kind of disappointing because they say that when you're up there, you can hear footsteps really well. But as we pointed out, there's no possible way to determine. Yeah. We mm-hmm. hear footsteps, but yeah. it's all humans. <laughs> Human that, beings. that we we think we yeah, think it we is think, yes that's hard it's to be impossible to debunk that yeah mm-hmm. unless yep. you're literally in the building <clears throat> alone yep so. um i did forget to mention when we were first there and do like in homeroom and they were going over the rules and having assigned waivers um somebody and boytson you agreed that you mm-hmm. heard footsteps above us mm-hmm. i couldn't hear it on the audio because everybody i mean it was all of us in one room and people are moving people are talking so I couldn't hear anything on the audio, but you said you heard him. I and did. A little fun fact from Homeroom. One of the leaders, her name was also Sarah. Mm-hmm. Her last name started with an H. She also has a daughter named Ryan. It spells it R-I-O-N, mm-hmm. just like me. You guys were fascinating. You said, we're so cool. That <laughs> is fascinating to me. <laughs> that was a pretty cool never fun happened. fact. <laughs> um, and you can find our name on the chalkboard there if you ever go. Yes. We wrote it up there. So I will say a little bit about the tree incident. So we went outside. Oh <laughs> my god! Sorry. The tree. I don't know. Lizzie was not amused. Okay, so we went outside before we, uh, after the tour, and before we did our private investigations. And there is a giant tree out there. Again, looks like the sinister tree. It does. Boyson said, "We formed a circle around the tree, and one of the um, the investigators, one of their friends who used to investigate this place, died." Um, passed away, and he, the two of them had had an experience with this tree. So we were kind of out there as like a remembrance to him, which totally fine. That's not the part I'm dogging. But what they talked about was that this tree, they got electrified by it, essentially. Like he touched it and felt electrical impulses. Um, and talked about how the tree had these energies around it like mother vibes mm-hmm. that was telling him he needed to bring a grandson yes into the world this tree yes. was very moving for him he was very connected to this tree and yes. his story was very interesting mhm mhm and so they wanted us to try to come out just you know i think hear his his story and we really only did like one or two questions which was fine because it's hard to hear anything right out there anyways so um well there was a cool story that he said about how they were going to cut it down and he convinced him not to and i'm glad he didn't because it's a beautiful tree tree. yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. it's pretty cool but um we didn't investigate the tree 
<laughs> did not investigate the tree. It did have what looked like a hanging branch, though. It did, but... And that's why she's calling it the sinister tree. Yes. But again, no <clears throat> negative energy or anything happened around this tree. That we know. Um, but the psychics have said that they have seen dead bodies hanging from the tree. Right. So... Right. But there's nothing that he said he could find in the history. Nothing yeah. recorded. Nothing recorded. Yeah. Yes, so reported. Yeah. But again, that schoolhouse was... Only built 100 years ago. That tree's probably been there longer than that. Definitely. So who knows? I think that was very special for him. And I'm glad that we were able to, uh, as a group, participate in that to kind of give him that connection back. I know that was a a sad and traumatic thing that happened to him. Yeah. So that wraps up our investigation, right? Which we have talked about. You can go on privates to this location. (laughs) You can go on privates. (laughs) (laughs) And that is something that we want to do Mm -hmm. um, just to really gather more evidence. I mean, it's going to be hard to get any EVPs with so many people around in this place that just echoes and carries sound. Yeah. Anytime we go to any place where we can't get authentic EVPs or Mm -hmm. good recordings, um, we definitely want to go back and try and see what we can do on our own. Very cool building. uh, Very cool history behind Mm -hmm. it. Um, What are you guys' feelings on the haunting scale? I want to wait until we go back to give my scale. Yeah. We did get lots of intelligent Phasma box responses. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We did. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. And we did, I think, catch a few EVPs. I, and it's hard to say for sure, but we're pretty picky about what we yeah. take from the recordings. So um, I guess my, my tentative answer is six right now, but I okay. want to go back and get more because sure. I, w- I want to experience the footsteps mostly Yeah, because that's kind of what they're known for there, I think, one of them more. And we have heard footsteps before yeah. at other locations. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But very cool place to check out. I recommend it. Yeah, I do too. It's approved. Voice Definitely. And, okay. <laughs> Voice and recommends. <laughs> All right, guys. Oh, do we want to talk about the drive home? Oh, yeah. Let's cover okay. that briefly. <laughs> it's my turn to drive. Yes. And as we've pointed out in many episodes that I'm a princess at night, so I had to struggle to stay awake, but I I knew it was my turn, so I really was trying hard. And it ended at 2 a.m. Yes. A (laughs) three-hour drive. So (laughs) right during my witching hour when I'm falling asleep, (laughs) yes, (laughs) I tried real hard. Um, I made it. I made it, but only because Boydston was our DJ. And Lindsay serenaded me the entire way home. I did. With her best singing voice. I just did not care anymore. I was like, you know what? They know that I can't <laughs> sing. Worth a lick. So, Boyston just put on songs. And I belted out Disney. I belted out some Celine and Whitney. Yes, we Adele. All did. We I belted. Did. To keep her awake, we sang... Um, a whole new world duet together. Lindsay and I were. That was special. Winston yes. says she felt <clears throat> that that was a very special moment. It, it was, was a, a connection. <laughs> we duetted on uh, a whole new world and breaking free. And breaking free. I had my pillow and blankie. I was like, I'm going to go to sleep for these three <laughs> hours because I have to work tonight. Blah, blah, blah. Nope. Did not sleep because I was keeping them awake. I appreciate it more <laughs> than you voice. know. I literally was like peeling my eyelids open, like, oh my gosh. And what did your husband say when you got home? Yeah, that was so funny. I told him, I was like, man, I was really struggling to stay awake. He said, you should have just had Lindsay sing to you the whole way home. <laughs> That's literally <laughs> I what like, I did. Funny you should say that. She did just that. For three hours. I had no voice when I got home <laughs> at 6 a.m. I got home at 6. I went to bed. I woke up at like 10. And I was like scraggly throat. My husband was like, are you okay? And I was like, I sang for three hours. I sang with lots of Whitney and Celine and all the big names. They were all in the back seat with me. You guys was, got fun. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. a fun bonding moment. Yeah. Lizzie changed up her voice. We were like, oh, is that Christina Aguilera back there? <laughs> I even changed my voice to match yes. the song. The best was Aladdin, though, A Whole New World, because oh, that was so good. I sang you Aladdin. Had to, you had to <laughs> sing Aladdin, and your voice had to drop real low. I can sing the low parts. <laughs> <laughs> because, and this is a shout out to my college roommate, who I love dearly, and she and I would always sing duets, and I always had to be the guy. <laughs> <laughs> always. High school musical. I'm Troy. <laughs> I think you were Troy. I think we did that one we too. We would sing we um, Glee 
Um, and I would always be the guy in Glee. <laughs> we sang <laughs> Defying Gravity, the Glee version, and I was oh. Kurt. <laughs> she well, was he Rachel. pretty high. He does. Yeah. Um, and so it's always, I just, I know my role. <laughs> Well, shout out to you. You were the real MVP on that ride home. I think my and favorite to one. To you as well, Boyston, because you were picking up the music. So I think my favorite was uh, Celine Thank Dion's you. It's All Coming Back to Me. Oh, that was so good. <laughs> That's, That's an eight minute song. We did an eight minute we <laughs> belted that <laughs> like it was nobody's business. And then after that, I had to do Whitney Houston's I Will Always Love You. <laughs> You did good. (laughs) So good. I'm singing so loud and so hard, and these two are just like cracking up. (laughs) So I know I'm doing a good job. It was really good. It helped. It really did help. You're welcome. So, so if you guys ever want to come ghost hunting with us, you get a treat to listen to my back seat singing. All right, guys, thanks so much for tuning in this week. You can always catch us at thetipsyghost.com to find our socials from there, or send us an email to thetipsyghost at gmail.com. Please give us a five-star rating uh, anywhere you listen to podcasts. It really does help, and we really appreciate it. It sure does. All right, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in this week. We will catch you guys next week. Okay, bye. Bye. Bye.